Welcome to episode 6 of MTOI, my take on it, Rants of an African Immigrant. Today is November 23rd, 2020, and my rant today is again on the U.S. media or Western media in general and the way that they cover the current occupant of the White House, number 45. It's really quite simple and clear to me. 45 is just trying to stay out of jail, which is why he's pulling all the shenanigans that he's pulling um, in courts and in states all across the country because 45, beyond anything else, is afraid of his criminality and the certainly coming indictments that are coming his way as soon as he no longer has the executive privilege of President of the United States. It's so crazy to me because that is obviously so clear to me and to many people, but it seems like Western media in general is simply not capable of seeing or or covering a Western president of a quote-unquote Western democracy because quote-unquote because the US democracy has never really truly been a true democracy as I've discussed in previous installments of this podcast. So Western media in their inability to really cover 45 accurately as the two-bit dictator that he has been and clearly continues to have ambitions to be, they cover him as if he's some actual real president with policy ideas and a platform. In fact, it's been abundantly clear that 45 only has one agenda, and that is that he's used the presidency like everything else he's ever had before him. It is to suit him and to benefit him and his own family. And he's used the presidency after becoming president and his legal exposure becoming public. He's used the presidency essentially to stay out of jail. He's continuing to use the White House and he's continuing to use his popularity and the 70 million people that voted for him. He's following his base. He's continuing to wield the power and the threats of unleashing that big, massive minority, big, massive and powerful minority onto the whole of the United States for one thing and one thing only, and that is to keep himself out of jail. Um, 45 has made it clear that he would steal this election if he could, if he could unleash his militias onto the country and force them to somehow steal or force um, officials in the states to overturn the election for him. Clearly, he has shown us that he could, but Western media is really not able to cover a Western democratic, quote-unquote, president or leader in that way, and so they don't. They continue to cover him as if he's um, espousing some type of ideas or as if there's some type of strategy to his defense strategy, if you can even call it strategy. Um, 
yeah, it's, it's about one thing and one thing only. He's trying to stay out of jail. I have to admit one thing, though, and that is that 45 Trump, I'll say the name, ugh, is clearly a genius of media manipulation. That is one thing that cannot be argued because he has used the media so adeptly against themselves, against ourselves. I'll put myself in there. And he's managed to use the media for the last five or six years or so where he has sucked up all the air in the room. But I've got to tell you, Joe Biden is showing himself to be really quite smart too. Joe Biden has managed to just suck the air out of 45's um, whole media, uh, what is it called? The, the whole media ecology around 45. Biden has managed to suck out some air from it by simply being calm, cool, collected, and simply continuing to ignore 45. It has sucked the air out of 45's whatever you want to call it, and I'm sure that that frustrates 45 to no end. And so Biden really has proven himself by not joining in the hysteria of um, everyone else, of kind of covering uh, 45's every move. Biden has actually shown himself to be really quite adept and really quite smart uh, about what he's doing because he's continuing to announce uh, cabinet, well, not cabinet yet, but he'll, um, he will start announcing cabinet positions today. And he's been announcing White House appointments all along and making his own news and just ignoring 45 and continuing to be very adept at looking presidential, which is quite amazing. So what happens after all of this is over is hard for anyone to know <clears throat> for certain because it's clear that 45 will continue to captivate the media. But um, I definitely think that what 45 has planned is to make sure to stay to enrage his base, first of all, to make sure that they stay enraged enough and angry enough and as powerful as they are and the fact that they obviously carry assault weapons and are willing to use them um, he's wielding or he's threatening the his ability to use them against the country if he were to ever get arrested and it's really as simple as that Trump is a two-bit dictator after the um, after the uh, the after similar types of two-bit dictators, no different than Mussolini, no bit, no different than Franco. If he were to have that power, if the United States Constitution were somehow as fragile as its sh sh as as previous um, constitutions, or if or if the, inst the institutions in the United States were weak enough to allow him to gain power like Mussolini or Franco, clearly 45 has shown us that he would wield that power and he would use it and he would unleash it against over half of the population of the United States that, 
doesn't agree with it. Essentially, the, the half that won the civil war, um, he is willing and the side that lost the civil war has clearly shown themselves, if anything, 2016 and 2020 have shown us that the side that lost the civil war never accepted their loss of the civil war they continue to wield way too much power because of the very undemocratic electoral college that was put in place ostensibly to support the quote-unquote them well it's not quote-unquote the minority meaning and i don't use the term minority here to mean uh, black people or ethnic minorities i mean the minority as in the group that lost the election so the electoral college and the Senate system whereby two senators represent 500,000 people in Montana the same way that two senators represent the 37 million people in California. That system was put in place to protect the minority, the group that loses elections, to make sure that the majority would not lord it over, lord it over the a minority, the group that lost the election. In reality, that minority that was being protected was the slave owners. It was the southern slave owning elites that were being protected. And that's the problem with this system. In theory, the idea of protecting a minority that loses elections, I guess, is a good theory. And that is why it managed to sell. But in reality, the minority that was being protected in this situation was slave owners. What has continued to happen is that the slave-owning class and their offspring and their descendants and their, their, the inheritors of the slave-owning class, the inheritors of the slave-owning side that lost the Civil War, has continued to wield so much power in the United States because of the Electoral College and because of the Senate, whereby they lose every, at least the last election, they lost by over 16 million votes, but yet they continue to control the Senate. In the House, again, Democrats have to win by so many millions of votes in order to just hold onto a slim majority in the lower house of Congress. Again, because of this system that protects a minority, making a very, you know, making the minority so extremely powerful, uh, disproportionately so. Um, and what we have seen in the United States is that the minority, the side that lost the Civil War, continues to wield their power and abuse the powers granted to them by this system to essentially oppress uh, ethnic minorities for sure, um, as well as to continue to enact and pass policies that not only the majority does not support, but policies that really, really are oppressive and repressive and that really negatively impact that same group of people that support them. Poor, white, rural um, voters, essentially, um, as well as everyone that's poor and essentially the whole entire working class and everyone that's not the 1%. 
but this system allows them to do that and it frustrates me to no end that American media doesn't really cover that accurately um, the fact that American media is really not able to cover 45 as the two-bit dictator that he is and um, so the public remains continues to remain uninformed poorly informed and continue to make bad decisions at the ballot box uh, by electing people including the side that lost the civil war they continue to elect people who do not represent their quote-unquote interests. They think that just because the right wing of the Republican Party continues to make threats about um, somehow restoring segregation and somehow hurting black and brown people despite the fact that black and brown people will soon be the majority in the country, um, they believe that somehow those people are going to pass bills and laws that are going to benefit them. In reality, they do not. The only thing that they do to pander is make sure that they continue to make sure that gun laws remain weak. Any type of gun safety laws never get passed in order to allow that group of people to be able to continue to own military-style weapons. Um, and that's what both sides of the political divide, by the way, have really always done, is pander to the white working class, and in particular to the gun-owning class, um, in the passages of bills. Um, but yet, when it comes to, um, you know, they pander, but when it comes to actual passage of bills and laws <coughs> and policies that support and expand help for the working class and, and, and the working poor, um, actually both parties have failed um, woefully. But obviously, the Republicans have failed. Um, well, the Republicans haven't failed. The Republicans have actively pursued anti-poor um, policies, and they have succeeded in that. So actually, they haven't failed. They have succeeded in, their, in the pursuit of their policies, which is really to just ensure that the top 1%, the elite, continue to remain very powerful. Um, and that is what... Um, that's the crazy thing about the media's inability or unwillingness or whatever it is, um, collusion in their not accurately covering what happens in the political parties, is that the side that lost the Civil War continues to pursue this rhetoric of grievance to stay in power and continue to pass 1% um, laws that benefit the top 1% while the side that, um, that won the Civil War even though they continue to pass uh, to continue even though they continue to pursue policies to expand equality and, and a greater um, sen you know, sense of justice in, in policy and in the country, um, 
their fear of the side that lost has kept Democrats paralyzed and unable to really pursue anything as bold as what FDR, the only Democrat that really succeeded in passing a bold and massively progressive agenda that changed the color and the shape of the United States. Um, you know, since FDR, there really hasn't been another president that has managed any such broad sweeping measures to help the poor and the, the working poor ethnic minorities, um, save for the civil rights bill um, passed, well, pushed by JFK and passed by Lyndon Johnson, his successor. Um, so credit where credit is due. But um, the side that won the Civil War has been woefully unsuccessful in fighting for their agenda. Um, and I think that the media plays a strong part in that. Uh, and, and a good example of that is their inability or unwillingness to cover 45 accurately as the two-bit dictator that he is. Um, and um, I think that's the end of today's rant. Thank you all for listening and see you on the next go round.